Now broadcasting on your favorite podcast platform, it's the Maverick Do It Different Podcast with your host, Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire. When you want to step up and dare to be different, when you will dare to be great and live up to your fullest potential, when you are ready to dare to be a maverick and live the life of your dreams filled with abundance, passion, and joy, then it's time to listen to me, Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire, and the Maverick Do It Different Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to this week's podcast. And I got to tell you, I'm so excited than ever. This is Maverick Do It Different. I am Paul Fink, your host, the Maverick Millionaire. And this is where we do things entirely different and dare to do it different to step up your game and your life. Today, we're talking to one of our great authors from Be a Success Maverick. It's one of our amazing books that we published. And this was in volume two, our author today, he's not only a uh, speaker, instructor, personal empowerment coach, only he's trained thousands of people all over in 25 different countries. Puts me to shame. Uh, empowering them on their greatness, empowering them to where they want to be. Passion for helping people, which is self-evident, and you'll hear all that, on how to disrupt their thinking to take their lives to the next level. Highly regarded speaker for the U.S. intelligence community, he has delivered motivational behavioral style leadership seminars to employees of the National Security Agency, the Federal Bureau of Investigations, some people call that the FBI, the Central Intelligence Agency, the CIA, Drug Enforcement Agency, Defense Intelligence Agency, U.S. State Department, many more. You get this guy's highly credentialed. Author of The College Disconnect, Challenging Americans' Love Affair with Higher Education, How to Hit Your Mark and Live the Life You Love. Born in Maryland, treasures his time with family, friends, and continues to cheer the Baltimore Orioles. Please welcome Mark Jeremy. Uh, man, it's amazing to have you here. We met so many years ago and you've been on a journey of uh, just in so many different fashions of self-development, of, of really learning who you are, as well as the gifts that you bring to the world. Um, what makes you different well makes hey, Paul, you... thanks it's great seeing you and thanks for having me on your your podcast this is fantastic i think what makes me unique is i try to do the ordinary things extraordinarily well and bringing passion into life you know we get one crack at this we don't want to live like this is a dress rehearsal you know, Mark Twain said the two most important days are the day you're born and the day you figure out why, you know, what's your purpose in life? What are you going to bring the table to serve others? You know, some people said that we we're born to make a living, but I disagree with that. You know, we're born to live our making. And so what I try to do is get up every day being in the present, right? Being in the present. So many things going on today in the world that we're we can get caught up in worrying about the future, stressed about our past that we missed this thing called today. <laughs> you know, it's called the present for a reason. It's a gift. And I just try to show up every day. You know, I have a, a phrase that says 
get up, dress up, show up, and then never give up. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, stay the course. And we've had conversations about that. Just keep on keeping on. Keep on and ahead. it's amazing how few people do that. And the reminder of having people by their side, like yourself, to really keep them on task with that, to create the life that they really were meant to live. That's right. With, with where do you think, and I, I've talked to a ton of successful people, where did that perseverance come from? Where did that difference come from with you? The, the spark, was there one major event, one major person? Um, what actually created that difference for you? Yeah, it's, that's a powerful question. Uh, I think it was an event, Paul. And, and that was about 14 years ago. I had what's called, you know, I call it the fall from grace. And looking back, it's something I wouldn't want to go through again, but it was just so powerful because life gives you feedback sometimes, right? I don't call it failure. Uh, it's called feedback. And I was had a great job and a great position at a company and ran into a lot of money because we went public. So I, I sold my shares and within a few short months, I lost my entire uh, cash out that I received. I was down to $2.22 in my bank account. Uh, the house that I bought that I thought was going to be my forever home foreclosed. Um, then I was diagnosed with a unique form of cancer and the hits just kept on coming. And it was in that few month stretch that I went through where it, it really made me step back in life and ask myself, what do I want to become? This is the challenging time in my life now. And it was thanks to a couple of good friends who got me back on my feet again and really taught me on the power of positive thinking and, and how attitude can play a role in your life. And once I started changing my attitude started changing how I perceived life, getting more focused. I, it caused me to accomplish more than I ever could have imagined up until this point. And seeing how just changing my mindset literally changed my life made me so passionate that now I've devoted myself to helping others. Yeah, it's, a, it's an amazing message and all too often it gets lost. And we've had the conversations about the positive thinking and the, and the mental game. And so many people just like, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah, the whatever. And they discredit it. And yet every single person I know that has created a magnitude of success, that has been one of the key components that they've attributed to. Yeah. And it, it, it takes work. You know, we live in such a quick society. We want everything instant, right? Fast food, get your dry cleaners overnight, send a package cross country overnight. We want to see results happen fast. And yeah. when it comes to a positive mindset, it takes time. You have to plant the seed to nurture. I mean, that was one of the lessons that I had to go through. And, you know, you know this uh, well, Paul, but our mind is being wired every day with or without our permission and with or without, uh, you know, our influence and your environment is really wiring your mind to the person you're going to become. And, and while this is a great world and I'm blessed to get up every day, we are surrounded, surrounded by negativity. Yeah. And let me just give you an example. Harvard university came out 
I think it was about a year and a half ago, the study that said for every one negative thing you hear, you need 17 positive affirmations to offset that. So the typical person gets out of bed, might watch 30 minutes of news. So what does 30 minutes of news give you? Fires, shootings, wars, politics, and one 30-minute news segment, your mind, those neurons are creating neural networks without your knowledge of everything you've just heard. Then we get on Facebook or our social media and start comparing ourselves, right? And, you know, I'm all for celebrating the success of my friends, but, you know, it gets old when I read my friends say, 20 years ago today, I met my perfect one. Happy anniversary, honey. <laughs> now, I love that, but I'm thinking to myself, I can't even get a date for this Saturday night. And I'm reading my friends have been in love for 20 years. So how does that make me feel? Seeing pictures of them on the beach and I'm on a first name basis with my bill collectors. And then we got to go to the office and sit next to the negative one. And so by 10 o'clock in the morning, our mind can be wired. Without our knowledge to be somewhat pessimistic and where the glass is half empty and to keep a positive mind, you got to go to work every day. You know, it's you have to work on your mind 15 to 30 minutes every single day. It's just as important as putting on deodorant. If you miss a day, you are going to stink. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's just like taking, you know, taking a shower. You've got to do it every day. We got to do it about missing it on a regular basis. The I guess the question is like like you mentioned this Harvard study and 17 positives to offset one negative. Yeah. And then we listen to half an hour of news and that is a bucket load of negative. It is. Is 15 minutes or 30 minutes a day of positive enough? Well, I would like it longer, you know. An what, hour. what do you recommend? Well, yeah. like what can, and this is, this is a real deal. And this is the questions that I get on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. What can we do to offset, to really create an environment where we're actually, instead of digging our way out of a hole every day, yeah. actually creating a positive, uh, a, an added effect to our life every day. What do we need to do? Yeah. So the first hour of your day can really set up your day. And if you string, a few good days together, you're going to have a good month. And then a few good months together, you're going to have a good year. And the first hour of your day is so important. You should really dedicate an hour to yourself, which would include some meditation, some exercise, journaling, and then some kind of educational piece or, or something to inspire you. But, you know, when you work on your mind every day, you be, Begin to have a mind like Teflon of positivity. I think one of the myths out there of people that don't really understand the power of positive thinking is that people who think positive still have bad days. They're still going to be upset and stressed. They go through the emotions. Emotions are normal. The difference is when you're a positive thinker and you're putting in the work, you recognize when your emotions shift from one of joy, love, happiness, and compassion to one of anger and stress. And it's like the engine light coming on in your car and people that practice the power of positive thinking, they see that engine light come on and they're able to take themselves to the self mechanic and be able to switch back over into a higher emotion. 
We don't like seeing the engine light come on, but we're happy when it comes on because that gives us a warning sign. Let's take our car to shop before something bigger breaks. So the people with power of positive thinking, they really pay attention to those warning lights in their life, but wow. they're able to switch it without becoming a voluntary victim. You see, when I went through my fall from grace about 14 years ago, I became a voluntary victim. I blamed everybody for my life. I blamed my past employer, the investments I made. I wasn't taking any accountability and, and or responsibility. So the power of positive thinking puts you in charge because you wake up every day saying, I'm 100% accountable. Now, what do I want to do with my life? How do I want to feel? What are the thoughts that come into my head? I, I love the analogy of the of the engine light coming on so profound love that yeah. and, uh, and and the mind like teflon you won't get away from negative people because a lot of people what am i when i give a seminar a common question i get is what if i live with a negative person or what if i work with them right. well you can't change anybody else because it's a full-time job changing you but this is all the more reason why we need to work on ourselves every day because when you get a mind like teflon you don't allow other people to change your attitude. You don't allow other people to bring you down. You know how to deal with them more effectively. And so that's yeah. why we need to get in the game and, and make sure that we're, we're in top form to deal with others that are not. You recognize that you're in control. And once you recognize that you're the one driving the engine, that you're the one that can control what's coming in, what's going out and, and how it's being maintained, uh, you are able to live in a more powerful space. Yeah, it goes back to the, the law of cause and effect, right? Yeah. A lot of people, they look out in the world and they allow the world to affect how they feel. So we go through in life where we might say, if I had more money, I would be happier. If I felt more loved, I would be happier. If I could lose more weight, I would be happier. If I had what my neighbors had, if I had a promotion, a different job, and we look at all those things, and if I had all these things, then I would be happier. So a lot of people allow the causes out there to affect how they feel, and we have it backwards. Right. Once we learn that the cause of true happiness and fulfillment comes from the inside, we then can affect what we see out in the world. We're the cause of the effects. We can create our own effects. We don't want the effects to uh, cause how we feel. So we have a little backwards. So I like working with people to okay. really boost their self-esteem, their self-confidence and, and how they feel in general. So therefore they can perform at a higher level and feel more success, whether that's financially, whether that's emotionally, because before we work on our attitude. Our attitude comes from how we feel. If yeah. we feel better, we're going to have a better attitude, which will allow us to make better choices. So, so amazing. And for all that are listening to this, and um, I want you to hear the words that I want to highlight what's being said here, that when you pay attention to internal to the, the fact that you have control and you increase your awareness as to what's coming in and what's happening, you can create a whole new universe. You can create a whole new uh, uh, involvement and create the trajectory of change, but it starts within. It's not looking for the external components to show up first you show up first and watch the rest 
show up because of that. Yeah, that's right. And and I always tell people it's as I write write about in the book. Attitude is so key for every level you improve your attitude, you'll improve the quality of your life and only you get to choose what attitude you're going to wear every day. And attitude is the link between how you feel and your output in life. Oh, that's and, great. And the thing about attitude that we have to be really aware of is now this is key. We judge other people by what they do, but we judge ourselves by what we're capable of. And that's two different rating scales. Yep. So I've worked with people that really could improve their attitude. And I'll ask them on a scale of one to 10, how is your attitude? And they will always score themselves high eight, nine or 10. And I don't blame them because they're giving me a rating, what they're capable of. Everybody I know has a good heart. Most people, people listening to this podcast, I know have good hearts. So everybody has a good heart and we tend to judge ourselves by what we're capable of. But that doesn't mean that's what other people are seeing. That doesn't translate to our exterior attitude. So one of the things we have to be careful of is making sure that we align our inner attitude with our outer attitude. So we can't say we have a good attitude and then show up to work and be frustrated if somebody interrupts us. We can't say we have a good attitude and not show up in the world to serve others. We can't say we have a good attitude and not want to love and and be selfless. So it's interesting. This thing we call attitude is we have to make sure that what is in our heart, we're actually showing up in life with. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yes. Uh, so you mentioned the book, and you absolutely wrote an incredible chapter. For all the people, we've got people listening from around the world even. Uh, what could you share with us? What is the one takeaway, if there was one, maybe two takeaways, that you want them to get from reading your chapter, what would it be? Every day, when you start your day, challenge yourself, can I improve my attitude? Or not can, we all can. What am I going to do to improve my attitude? And when I was challenged with this by my coach 14 years ago, I didn't necessarily buy into it because I woke up every day having a better and better attitude, but my life didn't change and it takes time. But the payoff is immense. Because you have control of the thoughts that come into your mind. Those thoughts will be turned into emotions. Every thought is turned into an emotion. Based on how you feel, you develop an attitude. And your attitude determines the choices, which gives you your habits and your results in life. So the attitude is that key part in our life on if we improve it, we will perform better. Now, two things to help improve your attitude. Number one, we have to get rid of the stress in our lives to the best we can. You don't eliminate all of it. But the average person today is living 70% of their day under stress. And stress brings us down. It's hard to move forward when we're carrying the weight of stress around. So work with a good coach or mentor if you're stressed to learn how to get rid of some of that cortisol in your body so you're not addicted to being stressed. The second thing is, is in this time of 15 to 30 minutes a day that you're working on yourself, 
take time to practice mindfulness or meditation. Really meditate and train your mind on the person you'd like to become, the person you'd like to be, the success you'd like to have. Really get focused because when you start meditating, you turn on in your prefrontal cortex, that movie theater of what your life is going to look like. And your actions will always follow that movie theater in your mind. This is why you cannot have a positive life with a negative mind because your actions will always follow your mind. So we have to really take time to focus in and paint that picture in our mind. So our actions will follow. That's yeah. Your the visualization, understanding that the vision creates the world. Yeah, that you end up stepping into it because our subconscious and conscious mind, they don't know the difference between reality and fiction. You just said it. Your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between, you know, reality or is this is this just a thought? I'll give you two quick examples. If I started explaining to you about a story about a juicy lemon and I'm squeezing the lemon all over my fingers, my fingers are sticking. As I explain the story, your mouth is going to start watering. Why? It's because you have the thought of a juicy lemon that's triggering your self-conscious mind to say, create the salvation glands to open up because your subconscious mind doesn't have a window out into the world. Here's another example. Very powerful. If you had to go to a party this Saturday night and you have a friend there that betrayed you a few years ago and you had to see this friend and talk to them, how are you starting to feel today? knowing you're going to see them on the weekend. You're going to start feeling stressed, agitated. Now, why? You're not even at the party. Your thoughts triggers your body to react. And so that's why in in meditation, we literally can program that subconscious mind. You know, we don't have to be abundant to feel abundance in meditation, right? We don't have to be actually loved to feel self-love in meditation. But if we keep at it with persistence, then our world starts to change where we feel abundant and we feel love, but it takes time. This is, this is why there's a lot of people that have struggling that are struggling to change their lives because they'll read all the books, Paul, they'll go to all the conferences and they have all the knowledge. And as we know, knowledge is not power. It's potential power. Because if knowledge was power, we'd all be thin, rich, and happy. <laughs> there's plenty of not, there's plenty of information out there. I'd be thin, rich, and happy. But, but we have to take that knowledge and learn how to create the emotions that go with our knowledge, and that will increase our attitude. And that, and that comes through patience, practice, uh, and, and persistence. And, and, and I will say, and I'll bring in the faith component and, yeah. and you're a highly religious man and spiritual as well. And so yeah. we relate on that level. Um, it's really fascinating because with, to create that, that perseverance, if you will, you've got to have faith that yeah. what you're doing will actually translate into a new world and a new abundance in your life. And that faith is something that, that, that you've learned. And one of the ways that we learn it is through understanding spirituality, through understanding religion, understanding that process, because we need to be able to 
jump into things wholeheartedly that we do not have proof for, we do not see, we do not have a, a absolute equations for, and yet we step into it anyway. Yeah, it, you know, you brought up faith, and I'll touch on two aspects of faith that, is, that has helped me. Number one is what is faith? It's believing in the unseen. Yeah. And so you have to believe in yourself of what you're capable of or what you want to do in order for it to happen. One of the things that sets people back is their own self-beliefs because you will only perform up to, but never above your belief system. And unfortunately, many people's belief systems that were programmed at an early age that don't really show up until 30, 40, 50 years later are not true. But if it's true for the person, then we have to deal with it because it's true for them. And so this is why working with a good program, a good coach, a good mentor is so important because if that person or program can change a person's self-beliefs, then that person's going to perform a lot more. The only reason why people don't tap into their full potential is there's something in them they don't believe they can do. And it's simply not true. They can. The second way faith has played a role in my life, Paul, is in order to move forward with our lives we have to really dig in and let go some of our past. And this is something that I see holds people back is there's something that happened many years ago with some people, whether it be a divorce or they were a victim of a crime, some awful things out there. And they haven't really dealt with it to be able to let themselves move forward. And so they will hear what to do to move their life forward. And then they say, I, that won't work for me because of that divorce that I went through 20 years ago or that betrayal of my friend, what they did to me 15 years ago. And as long as we hang on to our past with both hands, we'll never be able to swing into the future. And so where faith has played a part in my life is learning to forgive. And in fact, before this podcast, I was just talking to you about this, Paul. I had to go on a journey of forgiveness. And that's where my faith has really played a role is learning how, you know, forgiveness is not forgetting. It's it's remembering without the anger. Yes. It's learning how to dance with your past that hurt you, but allowing yourself to move forward because it's hard to move your life forward if you're always looking backwards. And this takes time. This takes time, but it's a journey well, well going, uh, investing time in is learning how to dance with your past a little easier so you can start running a little more forward. So key. And and it's it's that never ends. That That's an ongoing journey for all of us is to understand because there are new things that come into your world that you've got to learn to let go of. And ongoing as your life continues and the, the skill set of learning how to do that effectively, letting go of the garbage and not carrying it with you, man, you get lighter instantly. Yeah. Once you learn that skill set to keep moving without the baggage, without the garbage, without the angst. And it doesn't mean forget. People do think that forgiveness no. means forgetting. No, it doesn't mean forgetting, nor does it mean you have to embrace them into your close circle, into your life. What it does mean is 
let go of that. The opposite of love is hate. It's not neutral. When you get to neutral, that's when you've really healed. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, the faith part is I don't have to be the judge. There's a judge that's going to come judge those people that are hurtful. So that makes me feel pretty good. But, you know, the second thing about forgiveness, Paul, is that I know that I'm going to make mistakes, say things, do things that might hurt other people, not on purpose, but I'll have my own missteps. And so how can I ask for forgiveness if I'm not willing to practice it myself? Uh, Now, some things that happen to people are pretty serious. So it, it doesn't, you know, equate to what I do to I was the victim of something. But your past does not define your future. And too many people are living, letting their past hold them back to what they really, really want to do. And so it's worth working once again with someone or a program to learn how to dance with your past. You'll never get over it. You know, people say, oh, you just got to get over it. No, that's the worst thing to say. Because, look, if you've been a victim of something horrendous, you're never going to get over it. But you don't have to let it define you. That's the difference. Yeah, really key. It's uh, you are whoever you decide to be today. And and your your past does not define you. You get to define you. So, so many great lessons in here. So much to for all everybody. I would go back and listen to this again because there's a lot to unpack here that can really be the message that you needed to hear today. And so, so grateful for our time together, Mark. Thank you for this time. Yeah, we're just getting warmed up. Time goes we're, by quick. Let's, we're, let's, we're do, just getting warmed up. Let's do this again, Paul. This is, this has been fun. No question about it. Listen, I want some lightning round here. We're going to jump right into this. Uh, let them get to know a little bit about some of, of the other things in your world. For all of that, the people that are listening in, what's your what's your favorite book? If you'd have to recommend one for other people to listen to or read? I think it'd be a tie between Think and Grow Rich and Psycho Cybernetics. Wow, I haven't heard that book in a while. Psycho Cybernetics. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, that, that's, a, uh, that's a great one. That's a classic. Been around for a long time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, your favorite movie? Once again, it's a top uh, a tie between uh, Top Gun because it has Maverick. So we'll leave it at that. Top Gun because awesome. Maverick. No, 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 no. Well, we'll just take it one. We, we can share. Uh, well, I'm showing my age now. Uh, probably Dirty Dancing. Oh, there you go. Because uh, I, I like the uh, art of dancing and there was some great dancing in that movie. It's one that every uh, Grease is another one. Back, back oh. growing up in the 80s. Yeah. We're obviously we're about the same age. I'm right there with you. And uh, what's fascinating, my wife and I, one of our first dates, our first movie date was seeing Top Gun. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, and now it's coming out. Uh, We've got Top Gun 2 coming out. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, The uh, (laughs) great stuff. Uh, So all of you are now going to be indoctrinated as Mavericks. Just remember that. That's right. Your favorite singer and band? Uh, once again, go, well, I like the Eagles, Journey, uh, but I'm an old school guy. And uh, Frank Sinatra, I think, you know, anytime I hear, really? I was just eating lunch today and they had Frank Sinatra playing. And that just sticks in my mind. He, he was oh, a that's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Uh, with, with all awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, 
Man, we, we've covered so many topics with, with all that we've shared already. Um, any final words? We've got listeners, like I said, all over the world. Final words of wisdom that you'd want to share with them. The key to life is, is momentum, creating momentum in your life. When we don't have momentum, it's easy to get stuck. And you know you're stuck when every day starts looking the same. When today's going to look like yesterday, tomorrow will look like today. And we want to create momentum in our life because when you have momentum, your list of why you can will always be longer than why you can't. And to create momentum, I would urge all of you listening is to really think about what your purpose is in life. What do you want to do? What's that dream, that idea, that gift you have that's been poking you in the side that you might have let somebody else talk you out of? Because we all have something we want to do that we were born for, that your gifts and passions can take over. But we've told other people and they didn't get excited or they doubted us. And for some reason, we've let that influence us to then live their lives instead of our life. So once you really lock in to what you want to do, then hang around the right people that can help you so you can go out there and use your gifts and talents uh, for this world. Because all of you listening have gifts and talents for a reason that you're here on earth. And now we got to go on that journey to discover what your purpose is so you can go forth and, uh, and lead a great, happy, fulfilled life. Unbelievable. Uh, great, great words of wisdom. Absolutely listen to this over and over again. There's so much uh, great just nuggets that you want to take away from all of this. Um, Mark, in an absolute pleasure, I want everyone to know that all your information is right here. Your bio link to get in contact with you is all right here so that they can reach out to you and, and really uh, continue this conversation, which I would encourage all of you to do. Thank you mo- so much for your time here. And, uh, and it's been a pleasure. Yeah, really thanks, pleasure. Paul. Great seeing you. For all of you, this is Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire. This is the Maverick Do It Different podcast. Till next time, everyone. Thanks for listening to Paul Fink. That's me, the Maverick Millionaire, and the Maverick Do It Different podcast. You can listen to us anytime, 24-7, on your podcast listening platform of choice. Introduce us to your friends. Give us five-star rating and subscribe. And share us across all your social media platforms to anyone that could really utilize this message right now. Till next time, everyone.